right, everyone. It's uh, uh, we had a, a large response to the top five last week, by which we heard from, uh, which I mean, we heard from one person. So no, this we week heard it's from two. we heard from two. two. Okay, that's big. That's big for us. Yeah. So we've brought on a uh, frequent guest and wonderful man, Dan. Hi, it's Doctor Dan. It's wow. Doctor Dan. That, this episode, Doctor Daniel your, Craig. That's Dr. your name Daniel on. Craig. Um, that's your your war zone name, right, Doctor Daniel Craig? To intimidate. No, actually, it's it's page side four twenty. Wow. <laughs> Give us the unique number so everyone can find you. Yes, I don't remember the numbers, uh, but friend me on the uh, war zone, everyone. Okay, Dan, move your mic back from your face a quarter inch. There you go. There you go. And so, yeah, I think we're all going to do... I think we're just going to come up with some top fives and let, let that be the episode. We'll spin out from there. So Why don't who wants we each to... come up with our own top five that we want to do? Okay. And then we okay. can do our top five top fives. Um, okay, yeah, that's good. That's a good idea. <laughs> this episode uh, should be called Top Five Top Fives. <laughs> top Five Top Fives? That's, that's what we're going to do. Uh, the, the top five that I am going to suggest first is, uh, top five fucking Beatles. <laughs> no, oh, okay, that sucks. <laughs> you guys are ranked the Beatles. I, I'm not good at this. This is already <laughs> off to a terrible start. No, um, the top worst. five deserts. Todd, lit, rank these deserts. What are your favorite deserts? Okay, top five <laughs> deserts. Um, I want to do, why don't I do, you just... You, that's In order because to before speed the show, I said, I said top five desserts. You just took an Dessert. ass out. You're right. <laughs> desserts is going to be much easier. Yeah. Uh, no, deserts. Gobi, Sahara, Atacama. Uh, uh, the one in the, the, the one that Death Valley's in. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, that's four. What's, that's, can you name one Gobi? more desert? Did you do Gobi? He, I did yeah, Gobi did. already. Oh, There's shit. no fifth desert. Bobby, there only Bobby. There, no, that's not a desert. That's actually that's actually a blighted plain. What? There's a difference. What? It's called the Mojave Desert, isn't it? That's yeah. it's it, you know it's like how it's called uh, uh, the 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 Purdy Shuffle. Even though he's not moving his feet side to side. Okay, just I, a name, yeah, you know. I can't. Yeah, I fuck can't Bernard name. Purdy. Fuck Bernard Purdy. He's he's a loser and a <laughs> no. I, I can't name a single other desert. Oh, we um, could we could do top five drummers. I'll tell top you. Top five drummers is a very good thing, and you in fact have drum abilities. So, Ooh. yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, yeah. Let it let yeah. Top five drummers. That's a good one to start out with. Uh, who would be number start with five? Start with number okay, five. Start. Who are your fives? Who are your fives? Well, yeah, but you got to start just from uh, descending or whatever. You have to know the descending order. Yeah, you got to know yeah. it. You got to know. You got to come up with it off uh, the top of your head. Yeah, this is difficult. It's, it's a brain hard. exercise. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty hard job. Yeah, this it's hard job yeah. ranking things arbitrarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five. Uh, I got to go with Neil Peart. I'm gonna be a loser and say uh. it's Neil Peart. He's great. Uh, because he sucks, uh, but he sucks in that very fun way, you know. If you yeah, suck okay. in a very fun way, I like you as a drummer. Uh, it, is, I think, it is fun. What do you mean? Yeah. He's, you're saying he sucks in a fun way? I kind of just zoned out. For well, because I don't. When you're drumming, when people drum, you sort of want to. Neil Peart is not what I'd call in the pocket. He's somebody that uh, anticipates drum beats as opposed to you know playing behind the beat. Which is, you know, uh, and that's why his stuff sort of sounds regimented and robotic. And but that's what's sort of nice about it. And the fills are very goofy. But in turn, that that uh, complements the goofiness of I Rush. Like, I like all the extra equipment he has going on, all the extra yeah. percussion stuff that's going on. He's got like lots a, of he has racks. Yeah, I like the way his setup is really fun. He, he does pioneer the soulless drumming technique. Yeah, uh, the soulless drumming, the, the, the Ayn the Rand drum drumming clinic. technique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. The drum clinic sound. Yeah, yeah no pocket, lots of playing, mm-hmm. lots of sunburst drum kits. He loves doing melodies. He loves to play, mm-hmm. like, anything where he can do a melody. They should have made him, yeah. like, I don't know. They should have just had a dedicated synth player and gotten a normal guy for the drums. No. And, no. and motorcycles. He really yeah. likes uh, yeah. motorcycles. He passed away, didn't he? He's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, his really... son died, and then he died. 
Yeah, Ooh, tragic life. That's a, uh, rough combo for the fam. Yeah. I, um, how did how did his objectivist theology turn out then, you know? <laughs> did he turn to Ayn Rand? Did he lead, read Atlas Shrugged when his wife died for solace? His wife died too? Damn. His, yeah, his wife and kid died in the same car crash. Oh, yeah. in a car crash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's bad. Tragedy. Uh, should, are we doing rock? These are all rock drummers. No, we no, can do a- any do, drummers. Uh, I just came up with Neil. Pr- this is arbitrary. But my it's top fun five to is high between uh, Buddy Rich and Tommy Lee. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> same guy, good. really. Yeah. <laughs> huge cock. Huge cocked drummers. Yes. Uh, they both category. were in Motley Crue. Mm. Yes. Man, but Buddy Rich and Motley Crue would be a pretty fantastic. Imagine him in that spinning cage doing all those crazy, um, <laughs> really fast snare rolls. Like, <laughs> what, was he drunk all the time? Was he a drunk guy? Yeah. Buddy like Rich? Maybe a, a drunk or guy. Or Tommy Lee. Uh, Dipple, yeah, Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich, I get severe neurodivergent vibes from. You know, he seems like, I'm just drumming all the time. I'm always drumming. I'm tapping. I'm tapping around. Can't stop me tapping on Buddy Rich. Everyone's tapping. Uh, who? Yeah, he's like the, the guy from that movie, the drumming movie, which can uh, Whiplash? Whiplash. Uh, that movie is very funny to me because it, it becomes evident that Damien Chazelle actually thinks that competition jazz music is good, which is, ugh, no. It's like up there with the worst. I would rather Kenny G is more soulful than that shit. But well, we're not want? doing top five um, soprano saxophone players. Um, Stan, who's your who's your? Who you I I I think I have to stick to rock drummers. Or okay. people are um, people are going to think I'm a terrible person. Okay. Okay. There, Why? There are too many. They would all be jazz drummers, and this would be a really boring discussion. I think if I did top. You five. can rank jazz drummers. Art What's Blake, wrong with jazz drummers? Art Blakely. No, Ar- I'm gonna Ar- say George Ar- Hurley is my fifth favorite drummer from the Minutemen. Really? Yeah. Why George Hurley? I think it's uh, because he can do the drum clinic thing with a pocket. That is. I kind of feel that way. It. He also seems like he's like a house painter. Mm-hmm. The way he the way he speaks and carries himself, which I really like. Yes. And he doesn't seem to have cared that he was in the Minutemen almost at all. Yeah, neither does Mike Watt. He's just, they're just, he's just the chillest guy ever. That's really fun stuff. It's just, I think of best drummers as people, drummers that I can listen to Mm -hmm. without everything else going on. Mm -hmm. And no one else can do the Minutemen thing. Yeah. I I really like George Hurley, and I don't like a lot of punk drummers. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other great punk. Travis Barker. Are you a Travis Barker fan? Yeah, huge. Well, I was getting there. That was my number one. <laughs> yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't steal all of our number ones right now. Travis yeah, Barker is good. Take but it I, easy. I don't think Come he's on. on any of our top like, fives. I'm over here trying to furiously remember the name of the Green Day drummer and the Weezer drummer, and they can't can't uh, remember their names. So they're Trey Cool and Patrick Trey Wilson. Cool. <laughs> Trey Cool. I thought he was the bass player. No, no that's the Mike bass player. Dirt. It's Mike oh, Durnt. Okay. <laughs> number Come four. On, yeah. uh, number four, I'm going to say uh, Dave Lombardo from Slayer. Uh, oh, it, ba- popularizing the double bass drum technique, which is just ubiquitous now, is pretty important. And uh, yeah, in just in terms of influence alone, I think you could actually make an argument that Dave Lombardo is the most influential drummer of all time. Like, just in terms of like... <laughs> I don't know Sweet, about dude. that. Sweet. <laughs> Killer. <laughs> the most influential drummer of all time. No. Do you know? In terms of, definitely. In terms of most people who, like, listen to a record and then decided to become drummers after, I think you could probably, he would be in, like, the top five. Like, a bunch of metal drummers, every metal drummer, like, listened to Rain and Blood and was like, oh, oh I'm doing this now. Oh, Wow. Bunch of Swedish guys going, have you heard this this guy from L.A.? You know, he's really good. We should pair this with vocals. Should pair this with poor produced synth. Okay, my number four is Bill Bill Bruford. And he's he's, oh. he's a rock guy because he's in King Crimson, which is progressive rock. But he's also a jazz guy. But yeah. uh, I like Bill, Bill Bruford. He's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is fun. I don't mm-hmm. really know how to say, I had to actually look up the guy from Can. The guy uh, from Can. Bear, bear with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, your internet's very slow. They deliver your internet on horseback at where you are, so. Yeah, I, I, I am Amish. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the guy from Cannes, he, it's very sampleable. Mm-hmm. I think there's. I would say that Cannes music had a, a huge, you know, influence later on. Probably the most influential drummer of all time. Probably the most Is influential guy, drummer. I don't even time, know yeah. how to say his. I think the Jackie most influential. Leibizit. Jackie Leibizit. Jackie Leibizit. Cannes is a very I good band. Know what he, I don't even know what he looks like. Actually, like their influence is felt now more than ever because that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, their jammy, their jamminess, uh, sort of. Yeah, they are tight. But like a lot, a lot of the ethos of like electronic music and DJ mixes, I think, sort mm-hmm. of comes from Can. Like I in think a, a, the hip hop backbeat thing. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um, well, there, I don't want to, this, this guy I had to look up cause he's like, um, so he can't be on my top five. So I had to look him up, but you know, the amen break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy, that, so that guy was Gregory C. Coleman. Mm. Is he, he's probably the most influential drummer of all yeah, time. Yeah. That's why I was saying that, the, actually that's that just on accident. Yeah. Hey, you, you write, you, you write eight really great bars and that's all you need. That's all you need in your life is eight really great bars. Yeah. Uh, number number three. Number three. Uh, but I'll go Jeff Percaro. Uh, the <sighs> who who is this? He um he was a Steely Dan guy. He he was a Steely Dan session guy. Okay. He was like twenty one and like playing in all these bands, a, a genius. And I think he later went on to be most famous for playing in Toto, which mm-hmm. is <laughs> unfortunate. Extremely uh, good. Toto Toto rules. But yeah, Jeff Percaro, Just in terms of like who I would rate amongst, because there's all those like super technical guys. Uh, like Terry Bozio and uh, uh, Vinny Colaiuta and guys like that who are, were all session guys in the 80s. But if I had to rank a number one out of all of them, it would be Percaro. I think he had the best he had the best sound and sensibility out of all of them. Um, my number three is probably whoever the Soundgarden guy is. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> Matt something. Matt something. <laughs> I think yeah, we're not counting Elvin Jones. We're not counting, you know, that this is this is only just... best white drummers. The best, best white, white drummers. Drummer. <laughs> okay, I said our white. Yeah. I have I have a, a non white person for okay, my yeah. next I one. Said, I said Gregory Z. Coleman, but I did say he's not on my list. That was that oh, he's not he's on your list? He's Number not three? on my list. No, Matt okay. Cameron from Soundgarden, he's got a good pocket. It's really a like a deep pocket because they're so yeah. heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mine's uh, piggybacking on the can the can motif. It's it's Ziggy Modaliste from from uh I don't know if that's how you say it, but that's how oh. I say it from the meters. Because ah, you can't one. have all those other drummers without that. Mm-hmm. You're probably gonna the hate most... my next two. <laughs> what well, it's uh, well, one of them's Fishman. Yeah, John Fishman the, is the greatest American drummer <laughs> of all time. Um, and the second's probably Levon Helm. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. That's all Don't right. be mad. I'm but, not mad. Uh, okay. These are all pocket drummers, really, except for Fishman, who can do all everything, absolutely everything. I mm-hmm. would have said Pete Thomas, but he's not as racist as Elvis <laughs> Costello, so I can't. <laughs> That's why Elvis Costello is my number, my number two. Our favorite uh, racist canceled musicians. You want to do that uh, on top five canceled musicians? Yeah, yeah, that would be a good one. I would uh, prefer to do worse drummers, like top five worst drummers. Uh, top uh, Neil Peart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what are my so you your two and one is Levon Helm and uh, Jonathan Fishman and, and Jonathan Fishman yeah that 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 tracks I can get that okay so my two and one I'll go with Bernard Purdy who I mentioned uh, mm-hmm. probably the most influential drummer of all time uh, <laughs> uh, but Bernard Purdy really it's like uh, he's also uh, Steely Dan got him to play as well but he was just everywhere he was a session musician for literally everyone. His instructional videos are a delight. 
if you've ever watched uh, him discovering, uh, like, teaching ghost notes and, like, uh, his eyes flare out when he's pretending, ah, and one day I discovered something. Ooh, I like that. And he gives all these little, he gives all these little noises that he makes when he's pleased with something that he's doing while drumming, which is, uh, he's just a, an endearing and wonderful person and created tons and tons of drum techniques that are integral for R&B and hip hop and rock and everything. That's cool, man. My top two are um, Chad Smith of Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> and then Brad Wilk of Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> so there are tattoos? Yeah, I got, I Is got, it because they have the best tattoos? Yeah, and I got I got copies of their tattoos on my body. I got like I got total. Both, my full, full body, both of their tattoos on top of each other. Yeah. And my it's number really one cool drummer uh, is Ringo. Of course, Ringo. Mm, I was wondering when that would all happen. The all the time, Ringo. You know, he people say he couldn't drum. People always drag up that quote of Paul McCartney saying he isn't even the best drummer in the Beatles. Paul McCartney was wrong. <laughs> Paul McCartney's wrong all the time. Yeah, that's it was why that, it was that, that's why that Linda the black died. guy who was playing organ. He was probably the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he he could play drums better than all of them. Uh, you, think, uh, what, you think Paul McCartney killed Linda McCartney? Uh, yeah, for clout. Who's that, the same is that way. his mom? Who is that? It's his. Uh, it's his, his wife. Dead wife. Oh. They, who they had the greatest relationship, and then they had a, he had a series of diminishing returns relationships after that, including with a one-legged woman. Now he's doing like uh, HBO documentaries, like where they like listen to the Beatles tracks, and he like has like a like a. Alzheimer's fit. Yeah. I don't remember recording this at all. <laughs> all I remember is uh, is a haze and John Lennon calling me a fag over and over again. <laughs> you're a big fag, Paul. Paul, you're a fag. <laughs> that's what? not nice, John. I'm not you a cigarette. Stop calling no. me a cigarette. <laughs> I like the idea of John just relentlessly calling Paul Picard. Yeah, he a beat fag. them all up. Uh, Very funny to me. He? John Lennon? Yeah, he like he would always beat like he was abusing the Beatles. That is something that uh, seems yeah. he was abusing. Sad. The they Beatles. were in like an abusive sort of like triple relationship. They were all they were all gay for John, um, and he was beating yeah. all of them. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. They were sad. all at the same time, you know, beating each other off, uh, trying to get to John's penis, and and John was punching them at the same time. So just a lot of abuse. Yeah, wielded yeah. in the Beatles, but that's the creative process, you know, is just trying to, is fending a bunch of other Liverpudlians off to suck a man's dick. How and else he, can you write like when I get older? Do 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 do. Yeah. You know, he's the one who locked them in the house when they did trout mask replica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was John Lennon. John Lennon and the Beatles did trout mask replica. 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 Okay, so. <laughs> Top, top five, five drummers is over. Um, yeah, what right. we're gonna let's do top five desserts instead top of desserts. Top five desserts. I thought Come we were on. doing top five canceled musicians. Uh, no more music. No stuff. more music. Yeah, yeah fuck boring. music. Music is bad. Top we're just five gonna, desserts. Like, what name five more white guys each? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was there was there was two two black men. There was two black men. Uh, okay, quit uh, canceling yourself. Um, my number five, <laughs> top five dessert is key lime pie. Wow. Shit. Uh, my number five dessert is uh, donuts. I love donuts. Mm -hmm. That's also mm -hmm. kind of a non-dessert, but it, it is technically a dessert. It's like a meal you know, replacement. I was going to say dessert. mine was a Boston cream donut, mm -hmm. which is solidly in, in the dessert camp. Yeah. Yeah. I will, it's filled I'll, with custard. I will change my answer to a classic Canadian answer, the maple donut, which I do believe is the superior form of the donut. What? That's a, fro uh, that's a frosted donut? It's a, it has maple frosting, and uh, it's it's the it's secretly the best donut topping. It's just it's just a donut with maple frosting. Yeah, that's not the, that's not uniquely anything. Well, that's is it uniquely a, wonderful. <laughs> is it a is it one of those like cake batter donut? What kind of donut is no, it? Like a this? yeast. It's a yeast like a yeasty, donut. just a regular donut? deep fried pile of dough, and but, you put, but is it put like your the maple frosting the yeast on one it. or the other one? You know, uh, it's it's actually made from uh, ground up cum. 
It's actually mm. you grind a bunch of cum in a spice grinder, and you know, I thought you all use you that Canadians as the flour. like couldn't do that. I thought that's what you're why you were so secretly raging because you guys just can't come. <laughs> uh, I like that idea. I think yeah. you know that we, we were founded on a nation of uh, not coming. It's it's because we all have a little flap in front of our urethras. So it just uh, and you know in the only way to activate that flap to get it to open is uh, uh, by prostrating yourself towards a very specific god. And that flap is part of the patchwork quilt, right? Yeah, that's the patchwork quilt. You know, in Canada, you know, America, you call yourselves a melting pot. But in Canada, we're a patchwork quilt because we preserve the identities of our various minority groups. Yeah. Mm. Because um, they're they're attached to our to our our penis heads. So for my number four, I've come across some new sort of niche desserts, and if you've never had this, you should try to find it. But chocolate covered peanut brittle okay. is really good. Oh, oh yeah, I've had a lot of that in my time. So oh, the salty yeah. salty variety. You mean like extra? They put extra sea salt on top. Yeah, that would be great. I would mm-hmm. like a little oregano at that point. Like, mm. <laughs> oh, you want to go full pasta. savory? Just put, pasta it, sauce. put some ground beef pasta. in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Okay. I feel like that's. Man. Yeah. Off the dome. It's hard. It's come you on. Have to you... think of all the desserts in the world. All yeah. the desserts in the world. I mean, I'm all always... of my desserts are kind of variations on hot, soft chocolate things or That's or a- <laughs> vanilla things mm. so maybe maybe, maybe maybe four is a pudding like a nice a nice vanilla pudding mm. Mm. vanilla pudding yeah you like it with the skin or without the skin oh skin's good stuff oh. mm. we like the skin would See, you mousse the- was uh, like chocolate mousse is the closest i came to ever enjoying a pudding type thing and i'm not even into that anymore hmm Oh, I like a good custardy pudding. I like, uh, I'm a caramel guy. Caramel. Uh, caramel. Yeah, I'm solidly not caramel anymore. What happened? It hurts. Happened? It hurts my teeth. It's very chewy. It's a lot of time spent chewing. Mm. Yeah. I it like that it sticks in around. Your I, that's what I like. I like that again. it gets all stuck in there. So you have like a mouthful of candy for like 10 minutes. And you're just like, ah, I can't get yeah, all this candy. I think in we mouth. should normalize eating yogurt, not yogurt. Well, yogurt too. Putting in like a bag that you could squeeze, you could have by right, your head. Yeah. You could have they it right have that. They're like gogurt. They have gogurt. They're like gogurt, but with filled with, with pudding, pudding. And, 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 a, and a lot of it. That's a million dollar idea, Doctor like, Dan. Two two cups of pudding. Yeah, Doctor Dan's Dan's pudding on the go. It's 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 keep there. It it's car. there. You keep it yeah. in your car. I put yeah. it on the visor. Just name and it and I, and I can just I can tap on the visor and it'll squirt pudding down from the roof of the car, and I can yeah. open my mouth. I can lean back, yeah. and the pudding will fall in my mouth. Right, right. And Go I can pop. wash it down with with my Coke. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great, uh. great combination. Um, uh, number four for me: chocolate covered potato chips. I love Ooh, those. You, yeah, that uh, those are and, hard to find, rare. There's like it's yeah. like treasure. It's like finding treasure in the yeah, grocery store. They're seasonal, I feel. Like, they like, always how- trot them out, or they're trying a new flavor. The Lay's will introduce a chocolate-covered potato chip for the holidays. There's and no, only the holidays. There's no. There's also, like, no price tag too steep for that. I feel like they could put any price on that, and I would buy That's it. That's true. Like, $100. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, damn, those are probably amazing. I'm going to buy It depends them. on the the box you sell them in. No. You could make those look real classy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We could, I would put gold flecks on them like they're doing with the steaks. Right, yeah. Or some, some coarse sea salt also. Yes, that's, yeah, you put coarse sea salt on anything and it classes up the joint, you know. Yeah, honey nut Cheerios. Mm-hmm. Some nice coarse sea salt. You, you could put coarse sea salt on a nice long turd and everyone would be like, wow. Ooh, I've got a good one. You, have okay. you ever, number three is, it? have you ever had an icebox cake? No. What's is an icebox cake? Is it like cake? ice cream it's, cake? It's, no, it's chocolate wafers with whipped cream. And oh. you put whipped cream in between all the chocolate wafers, and it turns into a big white log. Mm. And it gets real soggy. Again, keeping with my theme of soggy 
hmm. soggy hmm. desserts, and you yeah. put it in the fridge, your ice box, take it out 24 hours later, it's like a cookies and cream cake. Hell yeah. Ready to, ready to go. <laughs> Into these wet desserts. You're a wet dessert man. I like I'm wet gonna, desserts. I'm going to I'm gonna start a controversy. My number three most favorite dessert, fruit. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, get the fuck that's out a, of here. That's a, get food the fuck. that's a food group, my friend. Yeah, at least a, choose a specific a fruit. Which fruit? Dried mango. Okay. okay yeah, that's, that's very see, that's specific reasonable. And reasonable, yeah. That's mm. You can't just say got, fruit. Tomato is a fruit. Yeah. Apple. You can't eat an apple for dessert. That hey, my parents sense. sometimes were like, I have an apple for dessert. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. when I learned all my swear words. <laughs> Fuck an apple you, with mom, honey. Apple with honey. Reli- that's too religious. That's the Jewish. That's the most Jewish dessert on earth. Is an apple with honey. That is the most extremely Jewish dessert. It is. That's something a guy named Gilad would eat. Gilad. It yeah. definitely does. Yeah, my favorite dessert is an apple with honey. It's holy and delicious. It's what I recommend to all my patients. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a Dr. Dan. You say the apple a day, he's doctor away, but they forget about the fucking honey. You can drink as much Coca-Cola as you need if you eat yeah. an apple with honey at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, honey has like a curative um it can cure you of anything or a lot of things. Uh, you know. Yeah, like the mm-hmm. corona the coronavirus. Yeah. Um that's why I won't I'm not getting vaccinated. I just, oh, eat, I just eat honey all day. We don't yeah. tolerate, we don't platform anti-vaxxers, so I, oh, you must, oh, no, no, you I'm must all retract. For it. I'm sorry, I'm all for it. Okay. I, yeah. just, haven't got, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> right. I'm waiting to see how it all works out. I love that. I love yeah, that yeah. shit. You're waiting I'll to... Do it. I'm going to do it. It's not like I'm against it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. But I'm gonna. I'm. I haven't gotten around. It's a very busy life. Yeah. I was at. I was at the uh, drugstore picking up a prescription this morning, and I get there, and then immediately upon like walking up to wait for someone to help me, I hear this heavy breathing behind me, and there's an old woman without not wearing a mask. It's like she just ran to the CVS. She's like, <sighs> mm-hmm. and. Um, she goes up next to me and is like, can I get that COVID vaccine? And I'm like, I'm like did you just run here? Uh, did you just get here? She just found out it existed. Yeah. Earth, <laughs> out, we can get them now. Yeah, earth, yeah. To that, earth to this lady. Holy shit, get six feet away from me. So I ran out, clutched my, my prescription, ran out the door screaming. <laughs> you were running out the door screaming. Yeah, I was running. I was running out the door screaming. I was about to get COVID. I was screaming. I'm about to get COVID. I'm about to get COVID. Just like I pushed over like the aisles, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like trying to make it so she couldn't chase me. Um. <laughs> you were knocking them down. You were, you knocked over the the end display case full of Entenmann's cakes. Yeah. And so then I get out. I turn around. Luckily, I got a, like a bottle of Everclear. So I have to rip my shirt off and Lord then on. go back in, buy a lighter, and then throw it so that uh, right. I can cleanse the whole CVS. Right. You Molotov cocktailed the CVS. Just that one gotcha. lady. Just that but, one lady. Just the just one, one lady. lady. You, She's not even an anti-vaxxer. She's just late. It was a precision Molotov cocktail. It was a precision strike Molotov cocktail. Yeah, those things burn themselves out. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know. Uh, Number three for me, Mm -hmm. Haribo gummy colas. I could eat a whole bag of those. Have you ever had a Haribo gummy cola? There you go. Gummies are like wet desserts that never, never get too wet. Yeah, yeah, they're they're always at this, uh, they're like a non-Newtonian fluid. Well, that's Mm -hmm. not true. Ublek is a non-Newtonian fluid. Get uh, that, get that nerd shit out of here! What? <laughs> yeah, Ublek. We're what, talking so you about watching Star Trek now. No, your Ublek favorite is, non-Newtonian, uh, your top five non-Newtonian <laughs> fluids. Okay, Listen, my mine Jimmy is ketchup. Neutron, get out of here. Jimmy ketchup, Neutron. Um, mayonnaise. These are non-Newtonian. Uh, <laughs> mayonnaise is a non-Newtonian fluid. Uh, it uh, reacts like a solid when. It, <laughs> Okay. Wait, it. 
Diego, with... shut the fuck up! Oh, oh, hey, dog abuse that, trigger that's warning. That's not my cool, dog. my friend. We don't yell at our dogs that way. We yell at your dog. We can only yell at a cat or a baby that way. <laughs> you can is, only. Is Caesar Milan still around? You should get him up there. Uh, he didn't he have like a really rough divorce and he tried to kill himself. Oh, huh. is that true? Yeah, Caesar Milan had like a really rough divorce and he tried to kill himself. Wow. And on, uh, on the show. On the show, yeah, it was a crazy episode. It was oh, like uh, they yeah, just, he followed just him. laid down in front of a, like a, a completely crazy pit bull and yeah. exposed <laughs> his neck. <laughs> do it, do it, do it! I don't want to live anymore. I don't want to fucking live anymore. Be dominant, dominate me, you know. Were uh, yeah. white women, white women, uh, you know, uh, uh, watching the dog whisperer so they can figure out how to get dogs to fuck them more effectively. Mm. Yeah, so that, that, that's, that's the, the thing. That's, that white that's women the real do. pandemic. Yeah, this um, doctor, this. <laughs> I don't know if I said a number three or not. I can't remember. Um, do you, you know said if three I said... was fruit? You said oh, three right. was okay. famously yeah, three. Fruit number fruit two. Entry. Number yeah. two, caramel corn. That's good. That's very uh, good. What's caramel corn? That's Candy corn? No, can, no, no. Caramel corn is popcorn covered in caramel. Oh. Candy corn is is not even a dessert. It's it's like a plastic, like like packing device. Those are good. I with. like candy corns, but they're not. You know, I diet. went I went into a corn maze yesterday, and, okay. and it was the first time I looked. There was a lot of corn kernels on the ground, and they looked like candy corn. Mm. And it really g- gave me a lot more respect for whoever came up with that, because hmm. it does look like corn. Are you sure it wasn't candy corn <laughs> that they just? Because no it one likes it. It might have been. No one likes candy corn. You pretty much pour it out when you get it, except for Alex, who I guess uses it as suppositories, you were saying? Yeah, I stuff, stuff little candy corns up my butt. I stuff, I stuff one, two, three, four, five, go all day, you know, get see how many I can get in there before, you know, the pressure on the inside of my asshole makes me release all of them. And they just fly out in, in like, uh, comically, sp- it's, it's got a really good spread, you know, when I, when I shit out the candy corns, you know, it's a really... Really good, uh, like buckshot. So, you're, would you say your number two is candy corn? Because my number two is candy corn. Your number two <laughs> is candy corn. Uh, my number two is. Nah, uh, no, I don't like candy oh, corn yeah. that much. You listen uh, to House of Decline for these kind of jokes. So, go to houseofdecline.com <laughs> and click on a comic and download it and then save it. Save yeah. it. My, my number two is really good birthday cake. Mm. Hmm. Like like not, the, but not bad birthday cake. What kind of icing you like on that? Really anything, as long like, as it's like, in in a lot of volume and good. Buttercream or cream cheese? Either one, as long as there's lots of it and it's good. Mm. Mm. Hmm. But not too much, if, especially if it's buttercream. Too much buttercream is just outrageous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is my number one. Uh, I, I number haven't one done dessert. my number two. Yes, You're going you on my number two. No, it wasn't it was candy corn. corn. You, you it number wasn't two candy, candy corn, corn, corn every morning, you freak. I'm shitting out candy corn. <laughs> you said your number two was candy corn. Fine. Fine. <laughs> okay, you can say this. a number two. No. Yeah, no. Say We're it. moving on so we can get to more top fives. Okay, my number one is root beer float. Okay. Mm. Combining ice cream and soda. You can't go wrong. No other sodas. You never do. You ever do like an orange cream float? Um, mm. that sounds good. I've done ginger ale and uh, ice and vanilla, which I don't know what that's. I think that's called like an Irish uh, bastard. I think. <laughs> <laughs> For all the kitties. I love Dr Pepper and orange sherbet. What? That's <laughs> probably pretty serious? good, actually. No, that, could, that, that tastes like good. They call it a medicine ball, because that's what it tastes like. I almost threw up at a diner when I ate ketchup and an orange at the same time. Uh, <laughs> that is a strange you were there. I, I think I know which yeah. diner you're talking yeah. about. After skiing, after I slept in the in the uh, truck while you guys went skiing. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> so I'm too fat to ski. I'm gonna sleep in the truck. You bought a you bought a new you bought a new ski suit for that day. Yeah, I sold it on eBay though, so it's all good. <laughs> um, uh, my number one is is chocolate lava cake. Mm, good choice and also in keeping with your wet dessert theme it's the wettest dessert there is mm-hmm. uh it, it looks like when you open it it looks like diarrhea delicious diarrhea 
very dark diarrhea. That's very, like an al- alcoholic diarrhea. Yeah, hungover diarrhea. Black tar. And, it, and the lava cake is very anal as well. You know, there's there's a, there's, there's kind an of a anal button. quality. Yeah, yeah, there's kind of a button. Hmm. Yeah, a puffy a puffy chocolate anus. I learned uh, how to make hot lava cake during the pandemic. <laughs> The plandemic, oh. or the plandemic, as I like to call it, Doctor Dan. Doctor Dan, Doctor Dan with the plan. <laughs> he knows the plan. It's a demo. I know the plandemic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very easy. Twenty minutes. The New York Times. I don't like many other things about the New York Times, but their chocolate lava cake recipe is very excellent. <laughs> uh, something. There's something weird about going to the New York Times for recipes. It's uh, you can get a, you can get a terrible opinion and you know a nice recipe for, for good old coconut cream pie. You know? mm. The old New York Times. Uh, it's America's paper. It's the old gray lady. I guess that's who makes these desserts. These grandmas. These New York grandmas all over the place who are on lorazepam. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to get that. Lorazepam? Yeah, I'm trying to get that. Yeah, lorazepam <laughs> rules. All the azepams. Yeah. I got to figure out my story. I got to get my story straight when I go to the... I got to find a doctor who seems very gullible. And then I got to be like, Doc, I am so anxious all of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did you want me to say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, gotta, you slip him a piece of paper that says lorazepam on it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do that. That's just, just just say it. Yeah. Uh, um, and then I was thinking this. maybe I could distract him and steal his like prescription notebook. But then I was like, doctors are all sending like electronic prescriptions, so maybe I can like hack his computer or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I got. I'm working on plans. I got. Don't. I'm not just being a stay-at-home dad, not doing anything. I'm trying to get zonked on. Yeah. anti-anxiety medication that's i'm i'm, I'm at work you can say yeah, it's like yeah. a job exactly you, could, you should blackmail your doctor oh yeah. by letting him fuck me yeah find right, him on right, it's yeah. find them on instagram <laughs> and you should blackmail him yeah yeah do a hard candy do a hard okay. candy to him nice well, uh, uh, that's uh, that's the top I, five. I haven't desserts. done my number one. <laughs> um, What's that's my it number for that. one? Nope, Actually, we don't. That's I don't all even have think Stephen did his number one either. <laughs> I said root beer float. I said root beer float. <laughs> right. uh, my number one dessert. All all I'm gonna say is my number one dessert is O Henry's, the greatest chocolate bar ever invented. I I go for O Henry's all the is time. Is that Canadian Hershey bar? No, they have them in America. They have O'Henry's in America. There's a whole Seinfeld about how uh, uh, she's the heiress to the O'Henry fortune. Did you know Seinfeld was actually shot in Canada? Amazing. Yeah, it's cheaper. It's much cheaper up here. (laughs) They're all Canadian. Yeah, there's Canadian Jerry Seinfeld. I did did know that. Yeah. What's, What's the deal with maple syrup? What's, What's the deal with beavers? What's the deal with hockey? What's the deal with murdering Indians? What's the deal with murdering more Indians? What's the deal with Justin Trudeau? What's the deal with Justin Trudeau fighting lawsuits about the murdering of Indians? What's the deal about the Indian Act? <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. Cool, it's just man. This I like this material right itself. This is a yeah, really a good, good bit. Canadian Jerry said this is an amazing bit. What's what's the deal with Saskatoon? What's the deal with Saskatoon people killing Indians? What's <laughs> yeah, we got twenty more minutes to kill, so you can just keep going. Just keep going. What's the deal with Northwest Territories? What's the deal? Jerry with... Seinfeld, a, a patient of mine. Yeah, yeah. Is he, Doctor Dan? What do you what do you treat him for? I I tr- I I treat. So I just found out I was let go this week. Yeah. From your practice, from, from your my, practice? From, I work. I'm a. I am a. I am an emergency physician. Okay. Mm-hmm. At Cedar Sinai Hospital in New York City. Yeah. And I was. I was let go. Yeah. Because I was informed that that my vaccination status would not allow me to work there anymore. That's yeah. Oh, that's so uh, much. That's, that's like backwards. a crime. That's like a crime against your work rights. I am vaccinated. Yeah. But not against coronavirus. Not against coronavirus. I didn't realize that this was such a huge problem and that there was a coronavirus at all. <laughs> There's got to be guys who are like, the what? 
I'm sorry. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't... And the 85-year-old doctor is like, what is this? Why do I need this? This is worse than Auschwitz, and I was there. Oh, man. What, when you're, uh, when uh, you were talking to Jerry Seinfeld, he had, like, a horrible disease. And, of course, you prescribed him the only cure for that disease, which was young pussy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah. This is typical of my practice, yeah. yes. He was showing you a bunch of pictures of, of women that he was considering, and you were just you were just uh, knocking too them old. away. Too they're old. They're all too old. Too old. <laughs> Jerry, these women look like they're 17 years old. What are you going to do with them? Yeah, nothing. That's it's not said. a cure. Nothing. No cure. No cure for this. What, <laughs> what's going to be our top five? Our next time? Actually, how about top five comedians? Let's actually, since oh, Dave Chappelle oh, is God. in the news again. It's so horrible. No. Uh, <laughs> comedy sucks, dude. Comedy, comedy, comedy is the worst. Did Every you comedian. see the, the Dave Chappelle thing? I didn't watch the Dave Chappelle thing. Uh, apparently it's, uh, I don't know. I have no desire to see it, but he's getting in trouble for making trans jokes again. Is he, but just, it's not doing, even... is he just doing stand-up while driving a truck? Is that his thing now? Is that the whole thing fun. while him driving a truck, or is he actually, like, in front of an audience? He's in front of an audience, oh, and he's, lame. he's pontificate. He turned into pontificator Chappelle. He used mm-hmm. to be friend Chappelle. He used to be, like, a guy who was on your level, like a peer, but then he turned into this elder statesman and became like, ah, let me teach you whippersnappers a thing or two, and got this really didactic style, which made him, like, ten times less funny. Uh, I don't, I don't know what it was. Maybe it, I think it was also getting buff. Something about that, you know, turned him into an authority figure he or something. Did like the that. Rogan thing? Yeah, he kind of did the Joe Rogan thing, the Joe Piscopo thing. Um, yeah, I was. I mean, I don't know. I was thinking about Louis C.K. Just like how he um, used to be, like the kind of sort of like that, like on your level, a guy on your level, mm-hmm. and then. Um, and he, you know, he's jacking off. Jack, what was he jacking off in the bushes? In his yeah. potted plants. Yeah, he's yeah. in potted plants, jacking off jacking like into off the, the plants, or, or just behind the plant, crouched behind the plants. I think he off. came. Wait, was that him or was that someone else who came in the the potted plant? Wait, there was someone who actually did come in a potted plant. I think it was either Louis C.K. or Harvey Weinstein. Hmm. Hmm. That's, hmm. that's, I mean, that's funny. And that's why where we else are you going to go? You yeah, know, I think the Harvey soil Weinstein is was raping it. people. I think Louis C.K. was well, just well, like jerking off behind a potted plant and like peeking out being like, I'm doing a little thing here. Which is disgusting. But, you know, he already said horrible and disgusting things on stage about himself and his family. So, like, what did you expect? There you go. Yeah. What did you expect, people? You expected a wholesome guy? You expected a guy who doesn't yeah. jack off all the time right. in front of My women. My number don't one want comedian him. is Bill Cosby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because of the rapes, specifically because of the rapes. That's um, like that's, it was performance art. You don't get it. It was like no. Andy Kaufman. No, 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 no. It's not because of that. It's because of his. It's because of, of how funny his comedy is about stuff. Like, Have you ever by, listened to Cosby's yeah, stand-up like, comedy? We we were always so happy when the ice cream man came, and then the, here's an impression of a four-year-old eating ice cream. Yeah, it's uh, it's from a different time, that's for sure. I mean, I, it's pretty funny. I was, I was recommended on the internet to go to this comedy show at a stadium mm. on New Year's Eve mm. in Al- in Albany, New York. For someone named Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, yeah, he's a guy. You should look at him. That's some really bad comedy. Yeah. He does a bit about how you should never stay at Airbnbs because they're gross. And staying with people is weird because they always have a a booger wall. Is that the one you sent me? (laughs) Yeah. He's like, you turn to your left and there's a booger wall. And you're like, what are you going to do with this? A booger wall. At least better than the cum wall. I put my boogers under the bed. Uh I, I ate top I five ate my places boogers. to put your boogers besides your belly where they uh, belong under, under the coffee table <laughs> yeah okay under the bed is my number five alex under the uh five is on your leg oh you were one of those kids uh no i, w- I was a booger eater 
Okay, well, I knew a kid who would put his boogers on his leg. I'm going to say leg really? is my number four. That's a pretty good one. I, I'm going to start one, yeah. doing that my more. Number, my number four is behind the couch, flicking it to the floor, trying <laughs> to get it to the floor. <laughs> behind the couch. But you put your arm behind the couch, and yeah. you kind of mm-hmm. flick it, and you hope it gets off your finger. Mm-hmm. And wherever it lands, that's where it is. Yeah. <laughs> number four uh, for me uh disco ball at the disco just rub it just rub it your boogers ball. on the disco ball yeah and so yeah. there's a little patch of light that's not there and you'll know you'll yeah. know that's yours as you were doing i said i already said four um dan yeah. did you say four yeah yeah okay. Get behind the couch okay, my, three, number, yeah. my number three is gonna be your my crush <laughs> <laughs> yeah Leave a little bit on there. Leave yeah. a little bit on there so you get to come back. You know? No, just whoever my crush is, I'll put my boogers on her. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. That's, uh, that's some real fifth grade behavior. I didn't know any girls in fifth grade, so I couldn't do it. But I thought about it. And I was like, if I had a crush, I'd put my boogers on her. You, ju- you had to settle for the most feminine boy in your class? Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Uh... <laughs> Uh, number three for me is uh, uh, on the needle of a cactus, and you you want a spirit on the needle of a cactus. Yeah. Uh, wow! Oh my God! You could make a whole art installation. Exactly, booger on booger uh, booger desert or something like that. Yeah, or, I like or, that. Very safe. Yeah, a very safe. Like one of those hairbrushes that has the balls at the end, so that doesn't <laughs> hurt your scalp. Mm. Uh, I was for some reason I was picturing a hairbrush, but with like truck nuts on the handle for some reason, like a novelty hairbrush with, <laughs> okay. with testicles for truckers on. with long hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so um, what's number three. Yeah, number three. Broccoli, <laughs> broccoli florets at the grocery store. I like to stuff them into the into the florets at the grocery Doctor store. Doctor Dan, you're unvaccinated. You can't be stuffing your burgers on the broccoli at the grocery store. I am vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated against COVID nineteen. Okay. There you go. Okay. Mm. Um, let's see. So they call it. <laughs> I, I, no one told me. I've been working in medicine for sixty two years. Haven't I noticed ca- anything. I call it eternal dragon's breath. That's what I call it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call COVID. Uh, my number two, um, oh gosh, I had one. I had one and then it just lost me. Probably the track, you know? Like the, yeah. the, the track, uh, like track and field when you're running the track, doing our track meets. Yeah. You know, blasting out a snot rocket out of one side of your nose while you're, you're doing a four-minute mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I was able to do an eight-minute mile. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's much faster than I could do. I could I get could. to like twelve. Maybe. I think I was like, I think I was like eight fifty-three. I'm pretty sure. I think I once did that. Yeah, one time. Yeah, and that was like I think I was like thirteen. Mm-hmm. Could I, I do couldn't... it again? Um, so track. Yeah, on the track. Yeah, mine's at the. On the stationary bike at the gym, oh. on the wheel, on the spinning wheel of the stationary bike. Oh wow! And I'm creating a spiral so that when the bike's really moving, it does cool patterns. That's giving me a lot of inspiration <laughs> for my number one. Uh, Alex, what's your number two? Oh, I'm just thinking. It's it, it, it's nice to know that the if you the fastest you've ever been is at age 13. If you ever go back in time to molest yourself, you can't do it, you know. So that's that's a plus. Okay, we're just stealing Cumbtown bits now. Wait, is that I a was... Cumbtown bit? Oh yeah, going oh, back in time no. to molest yourself. They, they did a whole episode on going back in time to molest yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those guys are geniuses. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that. That shit's funny. Um, so, uh, my number. What are we on? Two. Um, third rail of the subway line because it's a, it's a real skill. It's a real skill mm. shot. You know. You yeah. flick it. You flick it on there. Yeah, you flick it on there, and then the electricity causes a little flame, and then it flames. Yeah, it up. sizzles. It cooks it. Yeah. Yeah, and then like a, a homeless, a houseless person, it's like, who's cooking? <laughs> I'm glad you used the politically yeah, correct term <laughs> to, 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 to ride homeless people. Right. So you gotta, you gotta just be polite. All right, yeah. my number one is on top of the ceiling fan, so that way when Ooh. you turn it on again, you yeah. never know if it's gonna start raining <laughs> boogers out. Hot, the hard ones. Yeah. 
mine's number one. The the inside of my internet router. Oh, oh. I'd, I'd put it on the circuit board, which is maybe why I'm cutting out a little bit here. Oh, but well, I like that's... to load it up. I'm making a, a little sculpture of Manhattan, and I have a little flag where Cedar sinai Hospital is, and yeah. the rest of it, it's a little topographical map of Manhattan on the circuit board for my router, so that when the nice men from, from Mid-Hudson Valley Cable Vision, mm-hmm. uh, who, who are pieces of shit, come over, <laughs> they will uh, see it. Yeah. No. Did they, did they, like, use your bathroom when they come over? Is that why you hate them so much? Do you know? Did they poop in your bathroom? They blow it up? They do blow it up, yeah. but I asked them to. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, uh, do you want to use the bathroom? And they'll say yeah. no, and I'm say, I'll say, please, please use the bathroom. Yeah, you know how you, so you have to air things out sometimes? You have to air things in sometimes, you know? Yeah, and, and I, really usher, I usher them over to my bathroom, and I say, take a seat. And yeah. I'll, I'll lock them in for a couple yeah. minutes, and then Maybe I'll sneak, let them out. Sneak let them a little stew, laxative. Yeah. Get, them, get them filled with a little laxative in there beforehand. Like, hey, you want, yeah. you want a beverage? You want a, you want a, I, I make them smoke cigarettes with me before. You yeah. want a smoothie? <laughs> you, want a, you want one of my famous smoo- Dr. Dan's famous smoothies? Yeah, Dr. Dan's <laughs> smoothies. It's coffee and laxatives. And then we stand outside <laughs> and smoke two, two American spirits together. Yeah. And then I say, don't you want to use the bathroom? <laughs> mm-hmm. To those assholes, those cable installing assholes. And then yeah. they'll open my router and say, "What's this Manhattan Island of boogers in here?" Yeah. And I'll say, "That's where Cedar Sinai Hospital is, right up there, where the flag is." Yeah, they keep on saying the workmanship over and over again in astonished disbelief. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we have it, like eight minutes left. Should we do a, a really quick rapid fire top five? Okay, of, my um, number one place to put boogers on <laughs> the top of Mount Everest. Okay, so nice. what's our next? That's a great location, Alex. What's our next? <laughs> a really good choice. What's our next top five? Um, pieces uh, of art. Top five pieces of art. Okay. okay. Just no, like no, visual no, art or uh, any no, art? No, no, no one's going to relate to that. No uh, one knows. No, art. no one knows what art is. Uh, b- 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 uh, top five, top five deities. No, I don't know any. <laughs> you don't know any deities? You could just say God five times. Is Moses one? <laughs> sure. God. Is uh, Moses, uh, guns. Warzone uh, loadouts. <laughs> I don't know Warzone. Top five Warzone loadouts as of fall 2021. No, Let you're me excluding me. You're excluding me because they don't know Warzone. I don't like to I be excluded. I don't actually know any of them anymore. Okay. Okay. Um, How about uh, top five mixed drinks? Sure. Okay. Like, do they have to be alcoholic? It doesn't matter. Okay. We have we have about five minutes. So. Okay. Go, go, go. Quick. Five, okay. My five. number five top five mixed drink is pastis with a little Ooh. water. Ooh, what the fuck good. is that? That's a French, like, licorice kind of drink. You put water and ice and some pastis, Wait. which is like 20%. Uh, so alcohol. the mixed drink is just that with ice in it? With water and ice, yeah. It's, it's just like a, a 20% mixed, liqueur with water and ice. It is all. a mixed drink. You got to mix it up. You can't just leave it or it, you'll have, like, you know, separate. You got to mix it. Okay. You stir okay. it. It's a mixed drink. What's uh, that's your, not a that's you, not a mixed drink you're, you're, at all. Okay, this you're banned from the down show. Coca Cola <laughs> got banned from the show. <laughs> That's a first, and I've listened to every episode. Oh my god! Why? Top five episodes of House of Decline. <laughs> um, Ooh, that's a good. That's we should um, prepare for that one and do yeah, make that, clips. Yeah, oh, when we get good, to episode one hundred. Yeah. Oh god, we should make a best of, and we can take a week off. Yeah. Except it'll be way more work than you've ever done for this show. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Alex, 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 we could do the top five family estates. You you start first. Apparently, you've been holding out on us with your family estate. Oh, the cottage that there. that is that's falling apart that we can't afford. <laughs> that's like the the tax is too high on us for to afford. So I no, it's like uh, sure you got to do Butler. It's there. like Crimson Peak. Uh, like I have George Crimson w. Peak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go up to, no, I actually, the reason why I'm doing this show is like, I did go to my cottage, but I had a nervous breakdown while there because I couldn't sleep because the, there's a, 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 a lorazepam. 
Okay, get it. I should have gotten lorazepam. That's the that's the message of this episode is lorazepam. If you have any, then I email me and I'll send you my address, and then you can email you can mail them to me. Steven, you're talking to a medical doctor, oh, oh, right, my friend. I can Dan. mail you a whole. I can hold mail you a barrel of them. Okay. Mm. All I have to do they is buy They come in barrels. They come in barrels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Donkey Kong barrels of lorazepam. <laughs> All right. My number five is coffee with with 20 milligrams of weed tincture in it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. My number five is laudanum. Laudanum. Laudanum and water? Yeah, laudanum and water. <laughs> uh, well, this laudanum's a little spicy. Okay. got to water it All right. down. My number four is Campari and soda. That's actually good. I mean, <laughs> it's not really a mixed drink. It's okay. just a drink with, with water in it. You're really walking on thin ice here, Dr. Dan. <laughs> Dr. Dan, what are you, a doctor of bring downs? Yeah, are you some oh. kind of doctor of drinks? Yes. I have all my patients drink Coca-Cola day in, day out. Right. Okay, well then, is rum and Coke a mixed drink? Yes. Okay. Because well, there's, I... there's more than one ingredient at water. There's really, it's Coke and rum. It's two ingredients. It's a sugar and alcohol. Is a gin and tonic a mixed drink? Sure. It's it's tonic water. It doesn't have anything extra in it except for like what quaaludes they put in there. Yeah, it's quaaludes. Yeah, it's quaaludes. Yeah, that's what's in it. It's gin and tonic and quaaludes. Uh, Mine, my second one is baby formula with 30 milligrams of weed tincture. Uh, uh, my number four is, um, see what they don't tell you is if you have a milkshake, just put a little bit of battery acid in there and it sends you to the moon, you know, just a little bit though, a little bit of battery acid. You don't Mm -hmm. want to do too much or else, you know, it's bad for you. All right. My number three, number three is Michelada. Michelada. Ooh. Is that a mixed drink? Beer with some hot sauce in it? Oh, that's a really good drink. Is it a drink? Really? Oh, that's my number one mixed drink. <laughs> Especially if you put like clam juice or something, like some uh, heinous shellfish liquid uh, into it. That makes it really. Yeah. That's number one. But my number three. Stank beer. <laughs> is a Negroni with a couple milligrams of wheat tincture in it. Right, right, right. Oh, wow. Just savor it. Just a uh, little bit. No, number three is a for me is a is a brojito, which is come with lime. Mm. Mm. Nice. Come with lime. Put the lime in the cum, you nut. You drink it both. <laughs> Put the lime in the cum. You drink it cum both. That's what yeah. the communists called their astronauts, right? Yeah, communists. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm on number two. Tommy yeah. Number two mixed drink. Gosh, I, I'm trying to think what I used to do the most. I probably did rum and coke. You did a lot most. of. You did a lot of rum and coke. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say number two is rum and coke. But it's not that like I'm sick. I'm sick of them. Even five years after quitting drinking, I still don't want to have a rum and coke ever again. Rum yeah, is weird. I don't get a, why people like it. It's Too a weird sweet. drink. It's it's an alcoholic drink. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 end up putting like less and less coke in there, and then yeah. eventually yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Yeah. I just put the rum in a uh, one a, a seltzer maker. Yeah, and you carbonate the rum. I tried it once with uh, Bacardi One Fifty One, and that was yeah. hard. That was a ho- rough night when I did a, a whole bottle of Bacardi One Fifty One. That was pretty pretty intense yeah the biggest hangover you can possibly get because it's sugar and alcohol a match made in heaven yeah no one really i mean dr dan what's the science on that is the science settled is alcohol bad for you no 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 it's how we ingest it my friends Mm. how do you suggest ingesting it oh uh, you you drink it very quickly (laughs) and as concentrated concentrated as possible like I love. Form. I myself love love a michelada. However, it's it's very unhealthy. I'm now learning about the coronavirus. It does seem like it might be a huge problem. <laughs> yeah. And, and in that case, maybe yes, alcohol pills should be able to keep you safe as long as you're eating enough of them. 
Mm-hmm. I keep next to my pudding bag up in the visor. <laughs> I keep Everclear, a, yeah. a, a camelback full of Everclear. Because <laughs> if someone breathes on me, I'm in I'm in the office all so day. I can't wear a mask. I can't so you're wear a mask. Your number two favorite mixed drink is pudding and Everclear. And with let me guess, a l- thirty milligrams of weed t- tincture. Mixed I actually, it, it, as we learned. Early in the pandemic, a couple of weeks ago, I learned that the if you if the ACE two inhibitors in your brain, if you're const if you have a good amount of THC in your system, it can't get to you. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, weed. It's the yeah. cure for cure it's cure the for cure everything. for coronavirus. I do suggest getting vaccinated. I will. I I am going to do it soon. Soon. I have a lot on my plate. Though less and less since my practice is now at home. Mm-hmm. Jerry is visiting me at home. <laughs> I have yeah. a nice office. He's doing all these terrible bits now about uh, killing Indians. It's no good. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld moves to Toronto and becomes a really conservative <laughs> <laughs> comedian. And yeah. you, you got casinos there? Could he do that racket? Sure, we we definitely have casinos. Uh, we have Casino Rama, the greatest casino of all time. What? If you're in Ontario, let me tell you, you've heard a bunch of commercials for old Casino Rama. Casino Rama. Yeah, Casino Rama. Top five sushi rolls. Uh, we don't have, <laughs> we time, don't have time. We have to finish our number one Mi- mixed uh, drinks. Uh, Alex, uh, what number, was your number my two? number two. My number two mixed drink is. Uh, burr, 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 uh, sweat, and wheatgrass, mm-hmm. and a and a raw egg, and lots of tax. Just <laughs> mix them all day. together. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's what it's called. It's a namaste. Yeah. Namaste, my friend. Yeah. That's uh, that's what you got to do. What are our number ones? My number one mixed drink is Purple Jesus. A Purple Jesus, right? What's that? Purple Jesus is got grape juice and ginger ale, and then vodka and grain alcohol. Whoa! Is, that, is that real? Yes. I think I would really like that. My dad, my dad told me that he used to drink purple Jesuses. Are you serious? Oh yeah. My dad also used to make screwdrivers, which would be should be on my list. But so he would buy the um, frozen concentrated orange juice mm-hmm. and make orange juice out of that with vodka. Yeah, I've heard and of that. that. Oh, and that was <laughs> that's brutal. That's brutal. <laughs> That is the bo- that's one of the most alcoholic things I've ever heard. That's the that's, Betty Ford. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Okay, Doctor Dan, what's your number one? It's a michelada. It's a it's a it's a michelada with two day old clam juice <laughs> and fifty milligrams of THC. Mm. <laughs> so more and more that, than usual. Yeah, that gets me settled in for the night. And keeps the coronavirus away. I'm telling you, this thing's going to be all over the news. You got to keep your eyes out. <laughs> you got to keep your up. eyes peeled. I've for been this seeing patients coming in. I it's like you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, even Jerry's got it now. Jerry's had it two times. Yeah, in the last month. Yeah, he keeps visiting his friend Yair Bolsonaro. I've, I've been testing positive every morning. <laughs> I feel. I feel good. Yeah, you know, you you get the you you're testing positive, but you're not symptomatic. You know, you're strong. You're strong from all that. Symptomatic. That's a great descriptor. Yes, I don't feel symptomatic. Doctor Dan, uh. you just learned the word symptomatic, huh? Well, no, we've been taught that word. I just never thought to use it in this context. I never thought to use the we word symptomatic to, in a clinical we context. We have to be very, yes, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a clinician. As I said, I'm an emergency doctor. Okay. I've noticed a big uptick. In the last couple of weeks that we have, there's obviously a virus going around. I'm not even allowed in the building, apparently, because no one told me I needed a vaccine for this specific virus, and I'm going to get around to it any day now. Are you sure they didn't email you? I don't think I don't do emails. <laughs> okay. Neither does Jerry. <laughs> He's old fashioned like that. He can only communicate to him through cereal. <laughs> okay, yeah, Alex, what's your number one? 
vodka tampon. Oh, mix oh, it up wow, by putting okay. it. You, do you, now, do you put that in your butt or your vagina? Uh, well, because I am not the possessor of a vagina, it has yeah, to. There's are. only one place it can go. You're right. I have a big. Pussy. I bet if you, I bet if you wedged it in your in your penal area, it would work the same way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd wedge a whole tampon into my urethra. <laughs> It's, no, no, uh, no, no, you mean that would, yeah, that would yeah, really no, do yeah, I just meant kind of scrunch it down there. Oh, okay, yeah, no, but I I need to do my sounding exercises so I can fit the vodka tampon in my, in my ureter. Wow. In my ureter your, there. Your armpits would probably work too, and people could, and that way you can really hide it better. People mm. just think you're sweating real bad. What if you just suck on a vodka tampon? Like, uh, what if you freeze a vodka tampon and then suck on it? You think that mm. would be? Well, you can't you, freeze vodka. Oh yeah, you're uh, right. Yeah, you're right. But it would be really cold. You could get a really cold vodka tampon, and that would be good on a hot summer's day. Just yeah, that would there. be good. That would like yeah. be a nice cold thing up your butt, which is a you know that's actually how they cool some. That is how they cool some. Used to cool people with fever down, and I'm pretty sure when you is had fever, ice, ice dildos like, up their butt in the uh, middle actually, ages. Yes, we did. We did do that. You would stick ice up someone's ass, and then yeah. they would get better. No, uh-huh. it would be a tampon, frozen tampon full of THC tincture. Ooh. Yeah. Does that freeze up? No. Yeah. No, right. It's still wet. It's still what wet. What they always say. If you have to fuck yourself in the ass on the down low, use an icicle because the evidence melts away, you know? That is what they say. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving to all our Canadian <laughs> listeners. That's all we have time for on House of Decline. Please go to houseofdecline.com. Tell your friends to listen to House of Decline. See you guys Indeed. next week. Top five. Top five. That's very silly. <laughs> Thank you.